कुठं गेलं मला आठवत चार दिवसापूर्वी मी असं कस काय आर्या कस काय कुठंतरी गेलं आर्या इथं असेल इथे असे आर्या अरे कोण पडला काय हे आर्या तुला शोधत आले ना मी काय करत बसलीयस उगीच गोष्टी पाडू नकोस चल पॉडकास्ट तर रेकॉर्डिंग करायचंय वॉट वी आर डुईंग एनी वे वेल आय वॉज फाइंडिंग दी अमृत तुल्य मिक्सचर ऑफ शुगरी स्वीटनेस अँड मिल्की सानस विथ एनी फ्लेवर यू लाईक एवर डिवाईन श्रीखंड एन समबडी स्टार्टल्ड मी दॅट्स वाय आय कुडंट फाइंड इट अँड एव्हरीथिंग इन माय हॅन्ड फेल श्रीखंड युअर फेवरेट I think everyone will agree that it is quite impossible to get over an urge to eat Shrikhand. Obviously. Yes. Well, now that you've already so loudly told the topic of this episode, let us begin. Also, please press the like button if you enjoy listening to our podcast. Shrikhand. This was actually not the only name this sweet dish goes by. In the earliest records of Shrikhand, we can find the name Shikarini mentioned. Katie Achaya, a famous food historian, mentions in his book the nature of this ancestral dish. He writes, to dewater curd, it was hung in a muslin bag for a few hours. Sugar and spices added to the mass yielded Shikarini. identical with modern day shrikhand noted around 500 bc so that was a train announcement as we could But see <laughs> somewhat like can, it continue so <laughs> shrikhand is another one of our easy to make dishes it involves a literal three step process unlike the train announcement usually curd which has a lot of accumulated malai is used hung overnight to form chakka and then this chakka is aerated by mixing to form shrikhand obviously with the fruits nuts sugar and fruit puree so shrikhand making involves a crucial step at the end you know adding the pizzazz of sugar nuts and any other fruit pulp or puree that might suit your taste माझा तर फेवरेट असली आम्रखंड आहे ऑब्व्हियसली मस्त मस्त आंबा घालून पीसेस ऑफ आंबा थिंग सो आर्या द नेक्स्ट टाइम यू क्रेव फॉर श्रीखंड और रॅद आम्रखंड ट्राय मेकिंग इट ऑन युअर ओन यू माईट रिमेंबर वेअर यू कीप इट अँड वॉन्ट हंड फॉर इट एव्हरी सिंगल टाइम I'll make sure not to keep any for you. Podcast side note everyone. Woohoo! We just learned Shrikhand is made by curd or dahi. But how was curd even discovered? Well, dahi is a pretty basic dish. That's why it's really hard to exactly pinpoint when and where the dish originated as it was accidentally discovered by different civilizations at relatively similar times and way early too. Yes, there is a pretty old lady, ancient lady. <laughs> when a can of dahi goes that one day 
a long long time ago in an extremely sunny afternoon in the desert nomadic tribes were traveling on camel backs they stored milk in the gut flasks to keep it cool and away from the burning heat and sun knowing they have a long journey ahead of them the gut flasks were you guessed it made of animal guts because oh it's a pretty long time ago they really tried their best to keep food cooler so sometimes had to take what are now considered disgusting measures yeah so what happened was the bacteria that lives inside the animal gut still remained in the gut flask mm-hmm. that these travelers made and so with the heat of the desert and the bacteria combined it curdled the milk that it was carrying uh, this doesn't sound good while i'm saying it <laughs> hence curd or dahi was accidentally discovered once that was discovered and was safe to eat of course we being humans we got creative and made so many delicious products that could remain from being spoiled from for up to a month or so these were like chakka paneer cheese and shrikhand yeah shrikhand arya will eat shrikhand if you give it to her after a heavy meal of course when food is offered we have to eat it yes but you're the one offering to eat well, i have to keep promises to myself too right now i know that shrikhand is life literally it's a significant moment of our history close bracket now to the ongoing shrikhand segment also make sure to subscribe to this channel and like and share Well, the Akyan of Kurd ends here, but the Akyan of Shrikhand doesn't end there, as the origins of this palatable and easy dish are quite askew. Jeoda mustalagta, teodats tats Akyan complicated vatte. Teetsdar, although there is no exact record of how the dish came about, the legend states that traveling herdsmen. hunkered or yogurt overnight to make it easier to carry while traveling the thick yogurt that was collected the next day was mixed with sugar and nuts to make it palatable during the long journey mm, wait so all dairy foods just happened to be discovered by travelers hmm interesting interesting you know dairy products do travel a lot Also, there's a mention that Shrikhand as we know it now appeared in writings on food in Kannad as early as 1025 AD. It refers to Lokopakara of Chavandaraya which says it was known as Shrikarni at that time. After that, Supashastra by the poet Mangarasa refers to Shrikhand in 1594 AD. So the new name seems to have caught on at least by then, so like 16th century. The exact origins of Shrikhand are unknown, but the trend of its popularity in the western states is not unnoticeable. You see what I did there? Yes, yes, everyone saw yeah. what you Yeah. So the dish is so famous in Maharashtra and Gujarat that on every special occasion the lunch or di- dinner menu must include a kind of Shrikhand 
at the end at least as an option Rajasthan and Punjab on the other hand also join in on the Shrikhand trend and have their own variations of the dish also guys just a reminder friendly reminder here make sure to like share and subscribe to this channel for more episodes like this now let's skip to the ayur time wait 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 what are you talking about what what's ayur time oh you know oh do you mean ayurved time obviously what did you think nothing you really need to come up with better short forms i i know just i but just said what i thought of yeah, first but the tune was nice yeah. i know yeah. the okay. tune the tune is in mine okay no yeah, yeah. tune ain't mine <laughs> anywho let's go so we asked our kaku neena kaku who is known for her delicious strawberry and mulberry shrikhand recipes and for her expertise in nutrition to share some facts on shrikhand what lina kaku said was that shrikhand is probably the easiest dish to make compared to any of the other indian sweet dishes shrikhand has all the benefits that come with milk because you know it's basically concentrated milk that is chakka with sugar and any flavor you want it has all the proteins and all the vitamins that come along with milk now the sugar that is added in uh, shrikhand is probably just there to increase the shelf life of shrikhand and obviously it makes it sweet that maybe in the traditional times they added sugar just as a taste enhancer and a shelf life enhancer now we added because you know it's supposed to be sweet <laughs> another fun fact of shrikhand is that it's not a dish that is cooked it's not a cooked dish which means you don't heat it up or fry it or any of its ingredients even that means all the natural benefits of its ingredients are retained when it becomes a final product so obviously it is very nutritious well now that we learned about trikan's nutrition Sad news for Arya here because according to Ayurveda it doesn't recommend consuming dahi or yogurt which is practically the ancestor of shrikhand The reason for this is because dahi is considered both kapha and pitta aggravating It is rather recommended that buttermilk sweet sweet tak be consumed as it will ease dahi's effect due to dilution with water and other spices there you go arya tak wins wait a minute the exception exception which is fresh homemade yogurt is actually considered good for vata and pitta okay exception it's because it's fresh which makes it sweet rather than sour and then as the he ages it ferments making it too sour for pitta so i can still eat the he tak does not win true but mm, good for you greek yogurt for all practical reasons is like regular store bought yogurt itself it's just thicker and not that so that's why it's considered kapha aggravating and slightly pitta aggravating too so greek yogurt people It's it's not something you should f- go for, you know. Regular old dahi, it is. 
Now, if we factor in the nuts that we add to dahi or even shrikhand, we see that they too are kapha aggravating. That too, in excess. So, sar dahi, ano. Greek yogurt, ano. And nuts with dahi, sometimes no, I guess. Then the dish has an improper balance of heaviness and sweetness. That's why it's a no. So, to balance it out, we add spices like cardamom and saffron. Both of these are digestives. Cardamom is tridoshic. So, according to the last episode, we learned tridoshic is perfect. So, it's good for digestion. Saffron being tridoshic pacifies pitta and is great for blood purification, reducing inflammation, and for the skin and eyes. Tzala! Now that we know the Poorvakhyan of Shrikhand, I can go and devour the remaining Shrikhand. Of course you can. Also, can I, can I just have one, like, one bite? No. Yeah, no, goodbye. Just one spoon. Just, no. come on. Say the ending statement and come fast. I'll leave you some. Okay, thank you. Please make sure to like and subscribe to the channel and share it, okay? Bye. See you with another dish in the next episode. Bye-bye. Lena. Disclaimer. This podcast does not wish to harm any values or opinions of any person or community. This is merely a history podcast to share information.